0: Wake up, buy here, pay here people. It's a beautiful day. Go grab yourself another cup of joe and say hello to Jim and Michelle Rhodes on the Buy Here, Pay Here Morning Show. Take it away, you two. Good morning, everyone. Um, happy White Hat Wednesday.
1: Wednesday.
0: Wednesday.
1: I'm still waking up over here.
0: Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. it's it, There are mornings when we wake up, seriously, and it's like, okay. Yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. It's just-
1: oh, no, it's totally worth it. It's yeah. just, last night was one of those nights when I'm awake. That's happening to me. I'm starting to, um, my mother dealt with this for years, and now I'm starting to have these periods where I'm just awake in the night, with mm-hmm. no real explanation. And so I wake
0: up to an inbox full of yeah. shared documents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. It's like, oh, by the way, I mapped out this. Yeah. And, oh, by the way, yeah. I was thinking about this last night. I'm like, dude. So um, apparently Jim... Uh, is going to take a nap today
1: i hope i'm running on about four hours of sleep and caffeine this morning so yeah to get and some we have a going. flight
0: right we're, we're heading out um heading to texas mm-hmm. or not well Byway, actually tonight city. is yep. oklahoma city and this weekend we'll be in texas so we're heading to the central time zone which right. is nice yeah. you I know suppose. and extra well you know it is it's a mind thing i think with it it really is when you change time zones it's like all of a sudden you're gonna get more sleep but you really don't
1: it's just a different (laughs) position of the sun at the same time of day so yeah
0: absolutely is um we're we're coming up real close to tiada i know it is still not too late to get tickets if you guys um those of you who live in the area that haven't uh haven't signed up yet. It's a little bit easier lift for you to do than if you have to travel in from uh, places all over the U S but right. I do know that they have tickets. Room blocks are sold out, but if you decide you're going to come, they are probably getting some cancellations cause you know, stuff happens right. and people can't come at the last little bit. And um, so, yeah, uh, we've got cut to spend an interesting couple of days with watching uh, watching stuff. stuff. Facebook is so rich with, um, topics for yeah. one thing
1: so much stuff happening out there yeah. and linkedin too by the way linkedin's got some interesting topics oh, for yeah. our segment or oh, and, at least uh, the auto shout
0: segment. out to buy Payer success our bhph success and mm-hmm. bhph boardroom for broadcasting live and facebook yeah
1: too. for yeah for those that are um listening in we don't want to uh we want to make sure you remember to uh subscribe to the youtube channel yes. that's just really important because oh. that's where we're going to keep sharing more and more stuff
0: well that's like uh Yes. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe and uh, like, and subscribe the YouTube channel. Cause, um, we, we talked about last Friday, the podcast that we did on Thursday, um, on, uh, the economic climate. And I mean, it's a long one. Yeah. And, uh, we teased it on Friday and then got a question on Monday. It's like, cause I said it was going to be done. It's like, is it done? No, but it was that afternoon and it's up now so um, with with all of the different podcasts that we do it is up first mm-hmm. on YouTube right And sometimes they're up before we've had them go through the uh, the engineering, the mm-hmm. audio and and all the technical engineering. So it may be there for a little while before it actually ends up on a a syndicated channel. So, yeah. so if, that was, just talking about the yeah.
1: episode on economic climate and yeah. what should buy here, pay your dealers to adjust in this economic climate. We had our regular featured guest, Brent Carmichael from NCM. And then, um, Chris Tiller from car financial joined us, you know, in our hard question series and wow, what a great subject. Yeah. And uh, so, much so, meat. so it's really, you know, you can find that one out there on YouTube. Uh, folks have been seeing it on YouTube since, uh, Monday and downloading it on uh, their podcast uh, platform since Tuesday and uh, it's really good stuff so if you're in the Mm -hmm. buy here payer space you're going to want to find time to to hear what those two very seasoned experts had to share you know about about our industry but yeah on to our subject of today
0: just morning good morning GR. JR
1: Oh, JR okay. Moore. Yeah, we, I failed to acknowledge you last time you were in G- mm-hmm. GR. we We're glad you're here. And uh, it's been so fun for Michelle and myself to have, you know, dealers that we know. Bill Elizondo, good morning with NIADA 20 groups. And uh, so, yeah, it's been fun. And by the way, Bill, we will be in your session, I'm sure, on uh, Monday morning. Uh, you'll be uh, on your in your session right before ours. So,
0: We'll probably at, have to uh, duck out
1: a little bit early. Yeah, but, and TIADA yeah. in uh, in Austin. So we hope to see many Texas dealers mm-hmm. there. Really looking forward to that. It's going to be a great event. We've got a really great dealer panel coming together mm-hmm. on uh, Tuesday afternoon mm-hmm. as well. So, yeah, I hope folks will attend that one as well. But, yeah, so our subject today for White Hat Wednesday wa- is honesty. So I put a Facebook poll out there and um, in both the BHPH boardroom and the success group. And uh, so I started to get the results. I just tabulated the results this morning from both groups. And uh, so I let me make sure, Michelle, maybe you can find it. We can verify that the, the phrasing on the question. Let me see if I can, was
0: you put if, it in both the boardroom and
1: yeah, I, I can paraphrase it. Basically just said
0: if Oh it's uh it says what letter grade would you give your BHPH customers entire portfolio in terms of honesty? Um, For their explanation, intentionally withheld. Right. Um, so
1: just, you know, just leave so it there. Do, just do you want,
0: can I like read off what the, what the. Well, much. I've got them here. Okay, I've got all yeah. the
1: results. And, and uh, so.
0: I mean, I was going to just say, these are all the options that people. Have. Oh, yeah. Please. yeah, yeah go so ahead. A plus was all of them tell the truth all the time. Mm-hmm. So that's like really right. honest people. Um, A A minus was nearly all of them tell the truth nearly all the time. B is most or truthful most of the time. Mm-hmm. C was mixed, probably representative of the larger population. D was we had an honest customer once, mm-hmm. and F was we're still waiting for someone to be truthful. Right.
1: And and I did get two votes for F. I got no votes for D. Um,
0: okay. I'm looking on boardroom and no one voted for F, but yeah. no
1: one voted for A plus. Not surprising, but I did get. Um, four votes for a minus we got the, the two most prominent votes were uh, B and C. So B got a total of 11 votes and the uh, the votes are still coming in. Our responses are still coming in. This just went out yesterday, but 11 voted B or suggested B and, and 21 said C. So you want to read what those said again? Uh, B was,
0: B was most, most are truthful most of the time. Right. So most are truthful Mm -hmm. most of the time. right? And then uh, C was probably representative of the larger population. So it's I I think that what they're saying is, you know, they're as truthful as any other Joe that you meet out on the street or that you associate with or whatever. They're just they they're they're human. Right. In and so words, while this is a normal. small
1: sampling, it's still a very real sampling. And I think the more interesting thing for Michelle and myself yeah. is that, you know, if that's the case, and we think that's probably true based on our own experiences, mm-hmm. that the customers are no different than the rest of the population. Um,
0: Brett, Brett sir Oh, nice. Good morning, yeah. Brett. Good morning. Sorry. Happy Go to have
1: uh, Brett in there. Uh-huh. So we, uh, we're we seeing what you're up to, Brett. And uh, And by the way, you guys follow Brett and uh, he's heading into a uh, another uh charity event. He's got one of his fitness events that raises money for oh, charity. Okay. So yeah. yeah, so Sorry, so squirrel. Keep up with, back to topic. Okay. Buckeye <laughs> Brett And uh, hey, good morning, Hugo in uh, Houston. So, yeah, so I just I wanted to make sure that people understand that the um the idea of uh having Sorry, having this uh, poll out there is that we know that um, folks are really in a tough spot in buy, here, pay, the consumer that we finance in this space is coming to us in a difficult spot. And so we could probably expect that in that situation, they would be more inclined to fib or stretch the truth or maybe, you know, embellish a little bit about their job time or their income. Uh, because again, if they're in a tough spot, um, and so what does a tough spot look like for these folks? Their last car broke down. If they don't get to work tomorrow on time, they Mm -hmm. could lose their job. Uh, they got to get their kids to school. Uh, you know?
0: Yeah. We were talking about that this morning and just the, the experience. And, and again, those of you who, who, uh, know us a little bit know that I married into buy here, pay here. Mm -hmm. Um, and, we've had the opportunity of sitting in a lot of dealerships as Jim's going through um, training where he's actually the one sitting in the seat of the salesperson and going through the stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's just really, but it was interesting for me as an outside observer to listen to, you got a reader's digest of their life story in like the first five minutes, 10 minutes. And it's, and it's like all the stuff. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: So yeah, what happens? I mean, I think on this thing of about honesty, I think I'm not surprised. Like when I hear, mm-hmm. we hear a lot of grumbling from dealers yeah. saying our customers are dishonest and they, you know, lie and so cheat. So is
0: that then just a couple people? That's their perception, or is that I?
1: Well, yeah. It's it could be the perception. If you were fairly new to this business. And you didn't recognize the consumer that you're trying to serve. And I think this small sampling says, are the consumers we serve are no different than anybody else. Except that, you know, we talked about in our podcast episode recently that, you know, these folks are resilient. They're survivors. Mm-hmm. They're some yeah, of the Tommy lowest. Brandis. What Tommy Tommy like, calls yeah, them survivors. survivors. Um, you know, uh, Chris from Car Financial called them resilient. And that's really yeah. accurate. Oh, and
0: uh, Brent was even like, I have never known people that can stretch a penny. Yeah further than these people it's like and so he actually called them good money managers and i was like yeah. i went
1: huh first time we heard that and again.
0: and i and i thought okay from that perspective mm-hmm. yeah well they, yeah. Have
1: do, they have to do they have to do the same stuff we do but with less
0: with a lot less yeah you know,
1: so it's like that's that's a reality but yeah. on the honesty piece i think the interesting thing about this for me and the reason and by the way in our education in the institute honesty is one of the five pillar topics like honesty and trust kind of go hand in hand mm-hmm. for me and that is one of our pillar kind of um
0: concepts concepts yeah. or foundational mm-hmm.
1: you know principles or concepts in uh and in it, our it's training.
0: like a we talk about it it's, it's both ways yeah yeah. It's,
1: yeah for sure and and i'll um if you'll help me remember michelle we'll share the link to that particular recording oh, yeah. like we have a little short recording inside the institute about this subject of honesty and we can share that link but basically the, um, the thing to know about that is that we should not be surprised if the customer shows up at our, our dealership and is being dishonest with us, is at least stretching the truth, mm-hmm. that should not surprise us. The question then becomes, is our process when we meet folks designed to get them to get honest, to come clean yeah. and, and understand that? So the way I used to say it as a dealer myself was that, look, we, if, um, if you, if you're not being truthful with us, we may not be able to help you with financing. If you, if you tell us all the stuff, we'll do the best we can to help you. It's just that if we discover, or if they discover, you know, if the office discovers Mm -hmm. that you're not being truthful about something, then, then they probably won't be able to extend credit. So it's like, we try to reward honesty, come clean, tell Mm -hmm. us the real story And we'll do the best we can to help because there's not any story you're going to tell us that we haven't heard. It can involve bankruptcy, past repos. It can involve all kinds of stuff. Now, granted, bankruptcy, we might not be able to help in the end. But um, there will be certain things we can't help. But in reality, most customers can tell their honest story and then we'll still proceed with financing.
0: Yeah, one of the things, the techniques that Jim has taught people, which I have really appreciated, um, uh, like I said, novice, uh, is that... Pulling the credit report, not mm-hmm. for the sake of the credit report, but for the sake of an honesty check, mm-hmm. is something that he's taught people to do. And so that you can set that that, uh, that expectation from the very, very beginning, because you can come in and say, hey… Now, there's a discrepancy from what you said on your credit report. Let's talk about that. And so they, you know, they know and you actually have the opportunity to say, All right, one thing we really want here is just be honest because we can work through sure. just about anything. So And the application
1: really process has got to be designed to do that. With with our clients, you know, we've been used to over the years doing a um a paper application, you know, have yeah. for many years. Now obviously in, in this digital age, we're moving, you know, to a paperless, but we still provide our clients a supplemental paper application because it's designed to ask the stuff that the typical CRM DMS doesn't ask yeah. for.
0: Things okay. like, do you have a nickname? Uh yeah. yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I or, always yeah. thought that that was just kind of because it's it's a great thing. It's if they're known as Bubba and you were to call somewhere asking for Scott. Yeah. And they're like, there's no Scott here. Right. My name's Bubba.
1: Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, what a name are you known by? That's yeah. an example. Uh-huh. So I got to give a shout out to Rick Reeves. So Rick Reeves is the guy that, and by the way, Rick is expecting to be on our broadcast next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So, um, for those who don't know Rick, he's, he's definitely, you know, a pioneer in, in our space, certainly in, mm-hmm. in the time that, you know, I've been in the industry. He's one of the earliest people that I know that was out there teaching really fundamental buy here, pay here. He somebody recently described what he did uh, back in the the nineties as you know buy here pay here in a box like they created a coaching mm-hmm. solution had software and and uh, so Rick is credited for getting lots of dealers started in lots of places across the country and many of the dealers that we've had on the show are folks that we know from back in those days and so it's a credit to Rick and the system and, and kind of um, you know material they put together that it you know, it was foundational in a way that there's still dealers in business, you know, 30 plus years in business. Uh, so it's, um, like I say, it's a testament to that. And one of the real foundational things that Rick would talk about was this idea of honesty and, you know, creating this trust in the relationship. Well, it's, it shouldn't be surprising when we meet folks, they're not necessarily being honest with us. We create techniques or develop techniques in our process to help the customer to become honest about Mm -hmm. that and of course we've developed our own techniques over the years of you know things to do to help facilitate that
0: actually uh, tyler Sims just kind of piped in from something that brett said about uh you know that but budgeting better than most um uh yeah the uh but have been conditioned to to fib to overcome um previous rejections and tyler's like uh customers first impressions of a dealer or sales associate can influence how honest they are.
1: Very true. So mm-hmm. that's a good point. I think before we go into that, I would circle back to the one about, you know, the the conditions, the environment. So let's mm-hmm. let's walk through a scenario. Customer shows up on your lot this afternoon. They just came from a competing buyer pay dealership mm-hmm. or maybe they were even at a, you know, new car store, not very common, but they were at another store and they worked with the finance office. Spent hours you know driving cars and ultimately got turned down uh, because you know the finance department says yeah unfortunately we can only help folks who you know typically can only provide financing for folks who've been on their job at least six months as -hmm. an example Mm -hmm. right so should we be surprised if the customer now shows up at our lot and we ask them how long they've been on their job should we be surprised if they say eight months when it's really only been five I mean It's just, Mm -hmm. it's the nature of the situation. They're in a tough spot. They need help. They know that dealers, lenders, finance companies are looking for, you know, those kind of things. Is it surprising to us? Should we be surprised that the customer is fibbing, stretching the truth in the interest of trying to get into a car? I mean, it's just that we should know that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And, and because we know that's going to happen, our process has got to be designed. To how do we, how do we weed through that? How do we get the yeah. customer to understand? And of course, in today's age, there's a lot of great um, income verification tools out there. There's ways to, you know, if customers have a bank account, they can authorize us to get right into their bank account and verify yeah. the income. And so there's ways to do that. But there's also one of my favorite techniques is on the, is on a credit uh, inquiry. Like where, when you see a credit report. hmm you've already had the customer fill out the application. So if I'm in Ohio, you know, a dealership in Columbus, Ohio, and customer claims to have lived in Columbus for three years. And prior to that, they lived in, you know, Dayton for three years. And now we pull up their credit report and it indicates an address from six months ago in Tucson, Arizona. Well, even though I know from experience, there's probably a perfectly good explanation for that. I view it as an opportunity before Mm -hmm. delivery, To have a conversation with a customer and say we have a bit of a problem we were moving ahead you guys you know without saying this the customer's now been with us what an hour plus hour and a half and we're we're really close to delivery and approving the deal but it's an opportunity to sit with the customer and say "Can, can you guys explain we got a bit of a problem i went through your credit information it looks like you you know you've been truthful about you know everything except we got this one issue you indicated that you'd lived." You know, in Ohio for the last six years, but you show an address of Tucson, Arizona, from six months ago. Can you explain that to me?
0: Mm-hmm. And then yeah, I have I, I, I watched Jim just put the put the pen down mm-hmm. and lean back.
1: Yeah. So and there's just there's some silence. body language there, and you can mm-hmm. say that's a charade, but it's really a very uh, uh, calculated technique, if you want to call it that. It's a very uh, specific technique that we can use to get the customer to. Like, oh no, you know, and, I'm and so close to getting And it's never done in an
0: unkind way, like you liar. You no, just, no, it, it's just like, hey, we've got a problem. Can yeah. you explain this? Yeah, to us?
1: I was, I'm prepared to try to help and look. We we work with folks with all kinds of credit circumstances. It's just one of the things we require around here. We we expect mm-hmm. honesty. So I need to understand what's going on here. Like, tell tell me, because again, we're about to step into a three, three plus year relationship mm-hmm. with a customer, and. I I believe what Rick Reeves believes, which he taught that, you know, you start this relationship based on some level of trust. You need to get, you need to start at least from a level of trust. And that goes both ways Mm -hmm. you know, we can't expect the customer to be honest with us Mm -hmm. if we haven't been honest with them. So I think, and this goes throughout the whole collection relationship as well. Like it just, it's just the way trust works. Like I can't, it's not one-sided. Yeah. can't be (laughs) one-sided.
0: And it, it does. I think that, Finding something little like that um, and just having a conversation with them about it and them getting the other side of it, knowing that they can have the conversation with you Mm -hmm. and that, you know, it's it's not going to be disastrous, but it's just I just want to know you just I just want you to be honest with me. It really sets a beautiful tone. Right. From the the gate um, about, hey, just let let us know. Bill made a really great comment, um, and this is something that I've actually heard you say.
1: It's from Um, Rick Rees Material.
0: Oh, it's from Rick Rees Material. Based on the honesty and uh, um, accuracy of the information you provide to me today, along with your ability to pay, we can get you financed. Mm -hmm. quote One of the best phrases... I've ever used. And I'm sorry if if I sound like I'm stumbling over words, it's because I forgot to bring my glasses.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Reading glasses. Yeah.
0: I'm old. And you don't okay. have any on your head. So uh, <laughs>
1: that's,
0: that's usually the first place I have place to look. Check, so, yeah. yes, very much so, Bill. That's.
1: Yeah. And so that's part of the things like you, um, you really just. And so. Typically, like in Reeves' program, that would have been one of the first phrases you read at the top of the application when you start into an application with a customer. Mm-hmm. So it's like setting the tone for collecting information. And so everything that we do is d- is meant to. It should be in our process that our sales process should lead naturally into underwriting and underwriting and closing should need lead naturally into the collections process. Mm-hmm. It's all It all needs to be tied together, which means we do our collections department a tremendous disservice when we don't take the time, invest the extra 10 minutes. What's it going to take? Five minutes to do a good honesty check with the customer, have some conversations, Mm -hmm. get down to some real information and and assure the customer that, look, we can overcome whatever it is that's, that's going on that we need to talk about. It can typically be overcome, but I need to understand the real story before we step into a business relationship. Now, this is obviously aimed at those folks who are doing their own financing, doing their own servicing and collections, right? Mm -hmm. Because when I say those things need to all tie together... Then that's really important we can make the case obviously if you're even if you're sending this paper off to somebody else and you've got some recourse or some buyback provisions in your agreement then you also want the same you need you you want the folks to be honest with whoever you're handing the paper over Mm -hmm. to you know so so i know that you know if you're a book buyer you know look at this you would want the same thing of the dealer you would want to you would want to have the application reflect the real honest truth and circumstances that the customer's in so it just is fundamental to me. And so people will hear this and talking about paper application, you'll think this is this is old school stuff, Jim. This is old school. Yeah. Well, well fundamentals
0: would, still work. Yeah.
1: But some would call old school. I would call fundamentals. Yeah. And you know, if you if you ever watch a Super Bowl football game, I bet you'll see that the teams that are on the field and probably the team that hosts the hoist the trophy is probably one of the better teams in terms of fundamentals. You don't you pick any sport football basketball baseball it doesn't matter you watch that and you'll see the fundamentals um, golf it doesn't matter the you start with the fundamentals and you don't you don't start with the fundamentals and graduate and then abandon the fundamentals and move on with your game no you stick with the fundamentals you have to you have to rehearse those fundamentals you have to make sure you stay true mm-hmm. to those fundamentals and so that's what we're really talking about here is this whole thing about honesty that's why it's one of our pillars in our training it's foundational it's fundamental. It's, it's always going to be part of what we do because we're stepping into a relationship with a customer who we need to create some level of trust. It needs to be a mutual trust. And so one of the ways we do that is through having a sales process that will get a customer to tell us their real story, mm-hmm. right? So that's really what, you know, today's about, and that's why we wanted to have this conversation. So the polls, you know, we're going to continue to have fun with, uh, you know, throwing the polls uh-huh. out there and get feedback from, from some folks. And, uh, uh, we're really enjoying by the way, the feedback, uh, you know, please, um, one of the ways that you can, uh, um, you know, make sure you find us again is through the, the, by uh, getting over to YouTube, subscribe to YouTube. You'll find us subscribe there. We're not seeing, like, oh, by the way, comments over on the YouTube channel. We're so seeing much. plenty in the Facebook stuff, but not so much mm-hmm. on YouTube. But you I can think also there's a commentate. delay or something. Oh, I really be. do. Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah. Uh, Bill and actually, uh, Tyler, Tyler Simmons, um, no, it was GR Moore. Um, don't let, or don't feel the the customer or don't.
1: Fear to ask the customer. You only read
0: glasses. (laughs) (laughs) Don't
1: fear to ask the customer something that you know, that is not true. This can, uh, really start a good, honest relationship. So, yeah. yeah, So GR knows that's, that's part of what we, part of what, you know, and I know, gr, and you folks, you know, tuned in here with us today, Bill, Brett, you guys see it out there mm-hmm. um, in the Facebook groups in the same way we do, where dealers are grumbling about their customers being dishonest, and I'm not saying that's not the case. Of course, customers can be dishonest, but with all those kind of things, we really always should ask ourselves, and and this is something that. You know, I've got articles out there. I can try to remember to find that and share it. It's not exactly in this context, but it's more over on the collection side. Mm -hmm. Years ago, I kind of coined the phrase, like, somebody messed up, Mm -hmm. okay? And if a customer's being dishonest with us, we should really ask, okay, so so something went wrong. Something broke down. The customer started lying to us. Where's the breakdown? What happened? What, What went wrong? Who messed up? And, and could we have played a role in that? I think this is a really important thing for us to think about as dealers. We always need to have the willingness to look at ourselves first and ask, did we contribute to that in any way? Is there something we did to contribute to this situation? Are they feeling they need to lie to us because they're feeling pressure from our collection department and they're trying to avoid a repossession? Mm-hmm. This is one example. I'm saying we, we, should really, we need to f- create an environment where the customer feels like they can be honest with us because that's going to be the basis of a very long relationship, we hope. Yeah. And so this is why it's just become so important that we create that environment and make sure that we're, you know, able to do that.
0: Yeah, Bill um, uh, piped in and said, uh, Rick Reeves is an amazing mentor. honored to have worked with him. Um, yeah. Again, he's going to be on the show next Wednesday. Right.
1: We, we've got that confirmed for next Wednesday. And so we'll share more about Rick's background. He'll, we'll give him a chance to tell some of the stories about he, how he got started. You know, Tommy Brandis, who's the, the you know, creator of the BHPH Success Group. Tommy and I both, you know, we kind of met one another through the Rick Reeves yeah. kind of program. And then there, there are others. There are plenty out there. Uh, Gordy Tormolin is somebody who came mm-hmm. through the Rick Reeves kind of he came in to buy here, payer here by way of the Rick Reeves program. Yeah, it was
0: interesting at uh, what it was at the NABD. Was it no? Yeah, it was at NABD last year.
1: Right. You
0: did a dealer panel right. and and uh Rick was in the audience right. and it was just kind of surreal, um uh-huh. apparently to you and Tommy and Gordy that you looked down and it's like, there's Rick and that was And it's like all the people on the stage were.
1: Yeah, all three of our panelists. And that was kind of a fluke. We had a third panelist that was not Rick Reeves. um, And then she was not able to participate. And so we ended up asking somebody the night before who just happened to be. I didn't even think about it at the time. It's just somebody I knew. Uh And they joined the panel at the last minute. And so all three of the. Just happen to be folks who came from that Rick Reese tracking course. We were talking about customer retention and we're talking about dealers who've been in business 20 30 years. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of the dealers that, you know, Rick helped put in business. So we'll talk more about Rick's career and his, uh you know, his involvement in, uh, in buy here, pay here education and, in, in, mm-hmm. you know, kind doing startup uh, packages for, for dealers. So we'll talk about that next week. But I know that, you know, Rick, Rick is certainly somebody who's also going to teach this whole honesty piece of what we're talking about. It's a, it's something that becomes foundational and it's, it's just a really anchor. It's an important anchor in in our process.
0: Absolutely. All right. So, you know, if there's anything we can help you with, uh, we, we're going to actually post that honesty, uh, video, um, to this put in thread so that you guys can take a little peek at that. Uh, just so you guys know as well, um, we mentioned that coming August 1st that um, since the dealer track in the uh, BHPH Institute is going to be living in the BHPH Nation, um, and that it will be something that once people get in for their $9 subscription, that it will be available for them for free. Um, we, I, I went ahead last week and, uh, changed the pricing for that. Uh, so Mm. anyone that's in there currently, you'll notice in August that your subscription will only be $9. And so if anyone wants to get in there and, um, and, subscribe now. It's not going to be any different in pricing than it will once, once we fully launch the nation. Um, so yeah, get in there and take a peek. There's a lot of really, really great information. Uh, we get, we've gotten a lot of great feedback on, on what's in there. And it's, you know, we're, we're out here to just trying to, to teach dealers how to be better dealers. And, and that's
1: part of it. And so the, We've talked about it. We'll talk about it more later. But the BHPH Nation, whether you're a dealer, vendor, anybody in the mm-hmm. space, we would ask you to go to BHPHNation.com. All you can do currently is there's a little learn more button, or just send in yep. your information, send your email. And we'll let you know. When we'll it make goes sure live. notify you when we go live, and we'll be working on that, uh, you know, continuously in the coming weeks. So, it, it yeah, it's got to be good for this industry because we're just going to make all the stuff available there and, and yeah. one spot for dealers, and so it's going to be a really valuable. Uh, you know, membership platform. So, again, we uh, we thank you, folks, for for tuning in. Did we have anything else, Michelle? Before we wrap up, I
0: just I'm excited to see y'all in, y'all yeah. We're going we to Texas, do. y'all. Uh-huh. I'm excited to see y'all in Texas uh, next week. Mm-hmm. And um, if you have enjoyed what you've heard, come and find us. Um, we yeah. will be in the speakers lounge on Monday at. One forty-five. Yeah, you know we're gonna have to
1: find time for two things while we're there. Uh-huh. One is one is queso. Oh, we gotta find time for queso, queso and, and then we gotta find time for some smoked, smoked old fashions. fashions.
0: And right. so, if anyone, <laughs> when we do the smoked old fashioned, Bill has like been leading there. the charge, yeah, and he, he keeps sending us pictures. It's like, darn it, I feel like we're behind. We started this day. I know. Yeah, <laughs> well, we'll catch up, Bill. Don't we worry. Will. We're gonna catch up, but we're up. gonna have to see if if anyone if there's a one of the on the resort if someone does a smoked old-fashioned yeah. because if they do i think it would be fun to get everybody together and do like oh, a yeah. smoked well, old-fashioned for do anyone great. if great to- if not
1: we're gonna have to rent a bus or something gonna- <laughs>
0: it's a party bus yeah, <laughs> it's party a smoked old-fashioned party bus uh, there, there you go so we'll we have some fun <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: we're totally looking forward to uh, austin we hope to see many of you there and uh, so, yeah. And again, your feedback on the morning show, we appreciate you uh, yeah. letting us know uh, if there's a topic you want to talk about. And we're starting, by the way, figure out how to bring dealers to the phone conversation. We're going to do
0: some tests on yeah. that and, yeah. and uh, just to see if we can get some conference call stuff yeah. coming in. So, excellent. yeah. All right, okay. guys, have a great rest of your days. Thank you so much for for tuning in and we will see you Friday from Oklahoma City. Right.